Katmai National Park, 7,000 miles of rugged, isolated wilderness in southern Alaska, vast stretches of frozen tundra, deep ancient forest and impassable ravines ruled by the massive volcano god, Devil's Desk. Despite the vigorous protests of Michael, the Talbots and the Tynes head to the park for a much-needed vacation away from it all. The adventure begins with deluxe cabins, mind-blowing scenery, and a cast of suspiciously odd characters, including a few old friends they've never met. But the idyllic surroundings quickly devolve into a hellscape as a mutilated body is discovered. The earth breaks apart around them, the worst winter storm in history moves in, and a terrifying race of frost-devouring monsters hunts down the desperate forsaken group! Yep, they should have gone to Vegas. This is the Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. So hi, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. How is everybody doing tonight? Good. 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 Excellent. <laughs> Why don't we uh, start with Carol? We'll start up in the corner and we will go, I don't know, go from top to bottom. I don't know how you guys all have it on there. I'll call it your name. Just uh, introduce <laughs> yourself and, you know, how long you've been listening to Mark and, and how you discovered his books. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Carol from New Hampshire, and um, I have been listening to Mark since 2011, where, um, so I'm a nurse, and one of my physician partners introduced me to the series, and uh, the two of us have been listening ever since, and um, I've listened to many different um, series that he does, so it's great. Excellent. Adrian, what about you? Uh, I picked up Mark uh, about 2014. I'm an audiobook junkie. I was running security for the longest time. Um, and Audible went, hey, you should listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so, how it yeah. started. All it's right. how it started. And what was the first some book books later to? or whatever? Uh, ZF1. And smoked through that, uh, jumped on Indian Hill, did uh, Mark's Merry Mayhem. I mean, I've been through everything that he's got. And what about you, Matt? Oh, shoot. Uh, 2012. And uh, similar to uh, Adrian, you know, uh, just read one book and then, you know, Kindle. You know, I was actually reading which was a shocker and people, you know, it's like, yeah. Right. So gave the suggestion. So I actually read like the first seven books actually reading, which my vocabulary was really good at that time frame. And then I discovered audible and. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, somebody it is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Uh, man, I hit that first book. It it home for me personally, you know, just just the character and the background and and the Family Guy and you know, just thinking of just the way he thinks is the thought process, mm-hmm. you know, and and the, the the nuttiness of it. I was like, heck yeah, I can I can relate to this dude. <laughs> and Alyssa, how about you? I think I um, started. Well, I started with ZF. I think about three years ago, um, I'm an audible junkie as well. And uh, I like zombies. I've always been into the zombies 
genre ever since uh, my mom introduced me to Night of the Living Dead when I was like eight years old. Um, <laughs> so I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, she, she, uh, I, at the time, cause my grandfather actually introduced me to horror, uh, movies. So I'm a huge horror buff. And, uh, my mom, I was kind of like talking smack to her about it a little bit. And she was like, okay, if you, you know, you're so fearless, she's like, here, watch this movie and no, I'm not watching it with you. <laughs> and like, uh, probably about half an hour, 45 minutes through it. I'm like, mom. <laughs> Will you come watch this one? And that was Night but, uh, of the Living Dead? Yep. Wow. Okay, you know what? I'm a huge zombie fan. I've never seen that movie all the way through. <gasps> I know. I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. I need to. I really need to. Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's on it's the classic. list. It's a so. classic. But, but we uh, yeah, are not so... here to talk about zombies tonight. We are here to talk about Bigfeet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Yeti. Yes. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, uh, Yeti. What, what are the Big other feats. names they call them? Bigfeets. Yeah. Bigfoots. <laughs> you know, all that fun stuff. So uh, I found this book interesting. I, I re-listened to it three times in the past week. It's a, it's a quick read. It's only about 10, 11 hours. I listened to it back at 1.5 speed. So... Sean was flying and I just, I wanted to get through it, just kind of pick stuff up. And this is one of the few stories that Mark writes about Mike that isn't written as a journal entry that he journals at the end. And we'll get to that later, but it's not, it's written like a novel. It's not written as a journal. So the book starts off, you get a, a mining operation up, up in the mountains of Alaska and they are drilling and they're looking for, you know, iron ore and gold and all that fun stuff. And they're about to be shut down by the EPA. And they got one last blast that they want to do and they strike the mother load. And that's when all <laughs> hell breaks loose. It's the typical, you know, your your conventional story where they're doing something illegal they shouldn't be doing. They find a cavern and a cave and there's all kinds of gold in there and it's what's that mysterious light. And that's mm-hmm. all you hear from the miners through the, in, the rest of the story. Like you never go back to them. You never hear anything about them probably because they all got killed from the big feet. I don't know. So, um, and then you, it takes place. He goes down to BT and Mike talking about going camping. Mike wants to go to Vegas. BT saying, we're going to go up to nature. We're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. One of the things I like that that first hit me with this, besides that it wasn't a uh, a, a first person journal, was that. And some of you may stop me if I'm wrong. I'm not as big a Mark aficionado as I should be hosting a show about him. But is this the first appearance from Chloe in one of his stories? Does anybody no. know? I no? think Chloe is in one of the other books. Um. Yes, I think she was right. in like she's in like fifteen or sixteen where they go to New York and they pick up the bulldogs. Okay, yeah. where where they first meet Dewey. Hmm. I think Chloe's first appearance is there. Okay. There we go. Because I heard that and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Chloe!" You know, I just saw her the other day sitting on Mark's floor while we were talking, <laughs> snoring. Yeah, exactly. That's what she does. So. So they get a big ass long cruise. Uh, they travel cross country and then they get to Alaska. And uh, 
Once they get to Alaska, you meet all the fun characters. Trip comes in. He's working the KOA at the front desk in typical Trip fashion. Um, Paul comes in. I, I want to know what Mark has against Paul. Because he's got Paul wearing oh, a fanny pack yeah. and drinking a, you know, a bottles and James wine cooler or whatever it is that yeah. he has. Oh, yeah. The fanny pack? Oh, my God. I'm like, he, oh, <laughs> dude, he gave him a fanny pack. <laughs> I'm like, oh, first he gets eaten by cats and now he's got a fanny pack. It's like, he what really doesn't this... like this friend. No, I'm like, what did this guy, <laughs> what did this guy do in their friendship that he's just, uh, he's doing this to him, you know? Oh, yeah. But I mean, before he got eaten by cats, he was stuck with the no. You know, you're like, oh my God, you're sticking him with the most evil creature. Like, there's Tim evil and then there's the no evil. Mm-hmm. Totally different levels. Now there's Linda <laughs> evil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. We Don't will get to Linda. Mm. That, mm. I'm, I'm yeah. right there with you, Carol. That two-faced bitch. See, and if, oh. Jeff, if Mary listened to the books, she mm-hmm. would be on the same page as me, I guarantee you. Oh, she definitely. I keep trying to get it totally to listen. Totally did not just, represent a nurse well no. at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> so so when they get to the campground, they're, uh, they meet Paul. Paul comes out. He's the, the the nosy neighbor that wants to come and, you know, who's everybody's campsite, what everybody's doing. And there's one camper off to the side that nobody knows who it belongs to. Uh, uh, Paul and what's Adrian? Is that her name? No, what's Paul's wife's Stacey. name? Stacy. Stacy, I think. Aaron. Aaron. No, Aaron. 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 That's, that's okay. That's okay. Stacey's we'll just, Tim's. We'll just, yeah, Tim's cousin. We'll just give her my name for the whole book. <laughs> so they can't figure out who's in that camper. And we find out in a later thing that it is our good friend, Mr. Timothy. So were you guys as surprised as I was that he brought Tim into this book and not Durgan? Uh, no. I, I like Tim for the fact that Tim is such a unique character compared to Durgan's just a bully. Mm-hmm. He's that high school bully who, you know, used to have a varsity jacket and Tim's a whole nother thing where yeah. if he's got yeah. somebody he wants capable of just hitting a zombie with a toddler, it's mm-hmm. Tim. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> old Tim. Tim. So. He's reliable. Tim. Oh yeah. Yeah, even he, sure. besides being a constant asshole, he yeah. Tim is kind yeah. of the hero of this story. In a, in a sense, in a sense, because like reluctantly, he came back. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, by and, proxy through his grandma, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. but no. we would all be that way. Come on, it's grandma. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> the, the respect that Tim shows for his grandma, yeah, is unreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's amazing in this book. Yep. Yeah. He's that hardcore Italian Italian grandson. Oh yeah, with a little grandmother with you know yeah. doesn't want to show her ankles. She's just got yeah. him. You know, <laughs> I love the parts where it's like, do you want me to bend over, Nana, so you can <laughs> smack him in the head because he's exactly. so big and she's so little. Yes, oh, I love yeah. that part. So you and Mark started. It. You and Mark started talking about fan fiction, and I'm like, great. There's gonna be some Miss Benelli BT Talbot gross fan fiction going on because you guys keep talking about dinosaur porn and stuff. (laughs) I didn't talk about the dinosaur porn. Mark brought up the dinosaur porn. 
If, yep. if you haven't, go to see, listen to episode three, and you, you'll know what the dinosaur porn uh, is all about. <laughs> I, so, I got an author that he can collab with on that. He's a local author named Chuck Tingle. Look him up. I'm not going to give you any of his book titles. Okay. Just look him up. He, he'd be perfect for Mark. I'm, I'm almost afraid to ask. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. So they're partying. They get, they get a bonfire going. There's a group of college kids there and things like that. Everybody goes to sleep. The next day, there's an earthquake. And this is where it, it all starts. So the earthquake happens. Uh, the mountains crumble. There's a ton of fires. Waters are receding. They're shut off from the mainland. California is in flames. They don't know how big of the extent of it was. When I thought of this, I was wondering in the timeline where it was, was that it seemed to, and this just might be my little trip to verse mind going here, does the events on this timeline coincide with the United States of Apocalypse timeline, where would the nuclear explosion at Yellowstone have caused the earthquake up in Alaska because it was so severe? Or is that just my mind going, can everything connect in a uh, shrouded world type of thing? So Did, that, what did I anybody thought, else think of that or was that just me? No, no, no. So what I thought was those guys used such a massive amount of explosions and, and they were using an in a dormant volcano and it hit the uh, magma channels and mm-hmm. then by ocean and stuff. So I figured since the kids are all moved out, this would be somewhere about book four or five and Z fallout, you know, about right there if the zombies didn't happen. Okay. So the kids are a little older. All right. So my theory is totally shot. So you are correct. That's how my mind doesn't work that well on that. But I thought it would be a cool twist if that's what it was. But that's it, I, I'm reaching. <laughs> it, it's the tryptoverse. Anything can be possible. Very true. Very true. So what would everybody's reaction be if they woke up in the middle, you know, the next day, A, with the hangover from, you know, drinking Seagram's wine coolers that Paul brought over in his fanny pack? And there's an earthquake, and you're in the middle of nowhere, and, and you're stuck. What would you do? Yeah. Cry. <laughs> I live yeah. in Montana, so I'm over an active volcano. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to die. Oh, that's, that's pretty I'm dead. <laughs> so there, there's, so. No, there, there's no hesitation to it. Would you go quick? Oh, it, oh, yeah, I'm uh, no, I would try to fight, but if if Yellowstone went like in the United States of the apocalypse, I'm mm-hmm. I'm in Billings. I'm two hours away from that. No, I'm I'm gonna totally they're gonna find me with some headphones on in, in two thousand years like Pompeii, and they'll be like, Oh, he was listening to a Mark Tufo book. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys try to survive on your own or would you try to venture out? to go to find to go to find help i mean the college kids they all backpacked out they didn't want to listen to the grown-ups they're millennials they you know they know everything they want to get out of there they hiked in they'll hike out and mike and bt and all of them are trying to to formulate a plan <clears throat> you know they're not going to wait for the government to save them and you know or <laughs> whatever it is that they're doing so um what would you guys do would, would you would you hunker down and, and wait or would you would you try to leave Gary, you're shaking your head. I would hunker yeah. down. I would you hunker know? down. I would pull supplies together. Yeah. I would find weapons. I would mm-hmm. find first aid, all of that stuff. And I would probably 
go to the store earlier before the snow started. But is there a store to go to? Oh. I don't think they had a store. Everything was washed out. Main the road got destroyed. Ah, okay. Yeah. First thing I would have done was gone to the uh, power sports store. Yeah. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then coordinate from there. And got more winter wear. Like, I can't believe the yeah. how negligent they were about bringing winter. They're going to Alaska, but you didn't bring anything for the winter? Yeah. And the fact they, that BT, was it winter or was it, it fall? Like when was it? But you're going to Alaska. It's Alaska. <laughs> it There's fall. snow no matter what. <laughs> right. Nah. Yeah. I've never been to Alaska, bad. so I have no idea. Yeah. And, well, I've uh, never been either, but I've just seen pictures. And, mm -hmm. you know, in the fact that BT threw such a fit that Mike brought guns. <laughs> I know. I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> oh, the I was like, got him really, through. dude? <laughs> really? And yeah, yeah, the way he got him through. Yeah, yeah I was wondering yeah, where Mike was, was going with that. I'm like, is he just, being, a, is he just yeah. being a Mike or is there yeah. some that other? Was it was beautiful. Has he got weed in there or something beautiful. like that? Yeah. <laughs> I would have done the same thing, but I wouldn't have picked the same caliber as him. Not, yeah, not at all. Yeah. What was it? A 308? Uh, a 380 and, and a 357. And I was mm -hmm. like, and it, it's a revolver. Really? You? I could just picture BT. Really? BT? A revolver? Yeah. <laughs> Revolvers don't yeah. jam, though. That's what they say. They're more that, reliable. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, and yeah. You, they don't, uh, you don't depress uh, casings out. So mm -hmm. if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they find out that, um, so they, they go to one of the, 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 the campers and they find a dead body, right? They, 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 Pull up the papers. Um, Tripp's wife, drawing a blank on everybody's name. Stephanie. Now. Stephanie. Stephanie brings yeah. out the papers. They find out that there's Tim, Stacy, and Chuck. Chuck is the dead guy. So they thinking this whole story. They're thinking that Tim is a psychotic killer. He's killed one person. That's it. They, but they, they talk about off, him. <laughs> but they talk about him through the whole the whole book. Like he's a confessed killer. He's a killer. He did. did, did. Well. If you I kind of had person. it coming in my eyes. If True. that was, you know, not that I condone killing or murder or, or vengeance or anything like that, but if that was my daughter, my cousin, my family member, and somebody was abusing them, I mean, I kind of don't blame them. Maybe yeah. really I think three he got years off probation. Easy. Yeah. yeah, three rows <laughs> years probation. Come on, right? I, and, and Tim didn't even go full crazy on him. I think Tim. That's what I meant by he got off easy. Tim right. Oh yeah. What he deserved. Yeah. yeah with with what? Yeah. With what Tim did, I think he got away with it pretty quick. I mean, so could have been worse. Yeah, I agree. Very, very, very much so. So, but I think Mark always has a thing to kind of put an older, wiser person in a lot of his stories. We got you know. I'm not saying Deneau is an older, wiser person, but she's old. She's kind of <laughs> smart. She gets away with a ton of shit, and she lasts till the very end, so she must be doing something right. She's and then an you excellent add Mrs. shot. Yeah, and you add Mrs. Benelli into the mix, who's kind of a badass. <laughs> she is. In a roundabout <laughs> sort of way, because she doesn't take shit from anybody. She doesn't uh, fall into Mike's you know, little sarcastic humor where he's talking to her at the campfire and she's like, you're I too like young for me. Like, I'm a married woman. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell is she talking about? I'm a married woman. Yeah. So, 
And then you find out that it's Stacy, it's Tim's cousin, is the one that was the reason for Chuck being dead. So all of them are kind of all up in this one, you know, bad publicity for a KOA, but not that they really need it anyway. Um, so they're all there when the shit hits the fan. And Tim's and Mrs. Benilli and Stacy all want to stay together and they don't want to join the rest of the group, which I think they're kind of happy about because the, nobody likes Tim. Tim's an asshole. He's sarcastic. He's the kind of guy who'll help you across the street and then he'll make fun of you for not being able to do it by yourself. And my theory is with Tim on this is that he's insecure. So he uses his size and his muscle to overcompensate. overcompensate. Thank you for the lack of, but he always in a pinch, whenever the shit hits the fan and something's going wrong, Tim is right there to bail them out and save their ass every single time. I think Tim is only there to save their ass because he might be able to use them later. See, my idea on Tim is that he's just such a piece of shit in life in general. He'll help you across the street, but then he's going to mug you. And he only only wants to do it on that side of the street because traffic is picking up and he's not going to get stopped by the cops. There's a possibility of that. He was was defending his cousin. He listens to his grandmother. It's not 100% bad there. He's a good boy. In the eyes of, uh, you know, the good Catholic Italian church, Tim's a good boy. You don't mess with Nana. No. You don't mess with Nana. (laughs) You definitely do not. And he's got respect for his grandmother, and I admire that about him. Like, did I just say I admire Tim? But, yeah. 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 I admire him for that. And I mean, I know he's not a real character, but there are, everybody knows a character like Tim. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody kind of knows that one asshole. You don't have that. You have never known anybody who was just like the big bully in school, but he was like, you know, not quite that his grandmother. Bad. No, well, nobody's really that bad. He accentuates <laughs> a little bit. So, but. so, you know, more a Durgan than a Tim. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a nurse. You must have, you must see shit constantly. Yep. So. Have. Have taken care of uh, molesters and all that. Oh, it's fun, ain't it? Yeah. So, and then, uh, so the first night, Mike sets up guard duty and they wake up in the middle of the night and they're hearing hooting and hollering and the, the, the Yetis, we don't know the Yetis yet. They're banging away on shit, trying to scare people and, and, and do what they can. I've been camping before and I've, been up in the White Mountains. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the, the picture I posted about the Yeti cooler that got yeah. bought in by the bear. I've been in those mountains, no, hiked up in those mountains with my buddies, and you hear a chipmunk run by the tent, and you shit your pants, you know, because it's scary. It's pitch black. You don't know what's out there. Yeah. If I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm hearing hooting and hollering and banging of trees and rocks being thrown, that's like, you know, don't go in the woods and investigate the the strange sound and, and, and looking for the serial killer kind of moment for me. Have you ever had the porcupines wake you up in the middle of the night? No, we don't have porcupines oh in Massachusetts. Oh, we keep them up in yard. We have the woods them in New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. We have them in New Hampshire. And I have five older brothers and we would go camping every summer together. Mm-hmm. And the porcupines actually go up in the trees. 
and one came down 2.30 in the morning, and it sounds like an evil witch laugh, but it's just the way it scared the shit out of me, woke me up. And and it was a porcupine. Is this in New Hampshire? Yeah. Because we go, I've been camping in New Hampshire my whole life. I've never seen a porcupine besides it, you know, at York's Wild Kingdom. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, food for thought for next time we're up in New Hampshire. Watch out for porcupines. Watch out for Mm, porcupines. I guess. Um, so they're doing all this. They find Paul. Paul comes flying back. Oh, excuse me. Not really he, flying. Paul's beat. Yeah. Paul comes back. He's beat the hell. You know, they hear yeah. they hear banging on the on the camper a little bit, and they find Paul just beaten, ripped to shreds, torn, everything. Um, Mike's cynical mind kind of goes to, well, maybe Paul's the killer, because they still don't know who killed the guy. It they still don't know who killed Chuck. Paul, uh, Mike thinks that Paul might be the killer, wanted to kill his wife or kill Chuck. Wife found out, wanted to kill his wife and then beat himself up. I mean, Mike's mind is 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 racing <laughs> at this point because you know, is he just being the cynical Marine or is he just, you know, a Bostonian a-hole that just thinks everybody could be everything? You know, well, he's that borderline conspiracy theorist. <clears throat> so he's going to look for the unknown in everything and that's what i like about talbot is is just like all right it's aliens you're mm-hmm. like dude dude we're getting a sandwich no it's aliens aliens made this ham sandwich <laughs> and so i like that about talbot so i think that's why he jumped to that conclusion with paul i think it's been- also his military brain like you got to you got to look at all angles and mm-hmm. try to you know uh had words are like escaping me right now. I'm so sorry, but yeah, you got to try and look for every uh, possibility and plan accordingly. Yeah, that's true. Think of, think of, you know, they, they don't know who's, they don't know why this guy's dead in the camper yet, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, Paul gives back the story, tells them the story of what happened. They were on the trail and, you know, like, like in Tim, where we found out that uh, zombies poop, uh, Yeti's pee in the woods. Yeah, they do. So, you know, it's, it's that whole, I don't know if, where Mark you guys are from, you know, we have that does a bear shit in the woods kind of thing. It's does a Yeti piss in the woods? And the answer is yes. And if you come <laughs> across one in the woods, leave it alone or it will yeah. eat you and your wife. So nature lesson for you guys, kids. So, uh, so the Paul more you know. <laughs> knowing is half the battle. <laughs> So Paul tells the story and all of that happened. And, you know, there's no Linda's whole thing is she keeps saying he needs medical attention. We have to get him to a hospital. There's no roads. There's no nothing. But her first thing is, you know, they need medical attention. They need medical attention. Like the world's going to, oh, wait, he needs medical attention. We're just going to let you go. And we're going to stop. And, you know, because somebody's sick. That's not going to happen. Nope. So. Uh, Mike and BT, they're discussing, you know, what they want to do, how they're going to get out of here. Uh, Mike goes to look for Aaron and he finds blood on the ground mixed in with some mud and it's very sticky. So Mike knows automatically that she's gone. You know, Aaron's, is it Aaron? Aaron. Aaron. Is it Aaron Aaron or or Aaron? Aaron is a 
a man's name, A A R O N. But Mike says that E-R-I-N. at the campground. I know. He he's like he immediately thought it was A A R O N, which is a guy and assumed that, you know, well he had a fanny pack it's on. A fanny so pack. Yeah. <laughs> We're not, not judging anybody with the fanny pack. No, 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 no. <laughs> Joe Rogan has a fanny pack. I would never say say that about him, but Wow, he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but he's one of those guys that wears it over his shoulder, you know, like the European football players do. So I guess that's the new hip thing. It's a fanny pack as a, a over satchel. the shoulder front back front backpack. But it's just you know, somehow that's better. Thing. Yeah, they put the lip balm in it and chapstick and stuff okay. like that. Who knows? Because he has no pockets. Exactly. So um yeah, so he knows that he knows that Aaron's dead. You know, it goes back, he Paul, you know, is asking about it and everything like that. Uh, <sighs> the first night they all go to sleep and they start hauling, hurling rocks. The, the Yeti start hucking rocks. Now it's, you know, it's like Braveheart. They won't let them train with weapons. So they throw rocks and they're bashing the hell out of the cabin and they're, they're tearing shit apart and it's, it's, it's getting scary. Would you guys stay or would you try to get the hell out of there as fast as possible? Had the snow started yet? Yes. At then this no. point, the first kind of the first snow kind of started the first night. Yeah. I, I think with the snow, not knowing like how bad it would be. Mm-hmm. And, and you also don't know how far you're going to be able to even get because mm-hmm. of the flooding and the fires and all that. So trying to defend, see what you can find and defend. I feel like they could have done more searching for more stuff. Like they didn't, they didn't even look at the shed next door until Trip goes, Oh, yeah, I got this plywood and all these hammers. And now, there's a winter shed. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody went over to the winter shed, look for a chainsaw or an axe. It's Alaska. Right. They got stuff. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, I started pulling all their resources right away. Right. Once it all occurred, started mm-hmm. finding all right. the resources and taking inventory of all their supplies, water, food, and tools, anything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they didn't. <laughs> they did I not. I went through dead guy's RV and been like, nope, he doesn't need this soda. Right. He doesn't need this <laughs> thing of Budweiser. He didn't need those night vision goggles either. No, he did not. Did Tim take those? Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Because he said he saw the Yetis. And uh, yeah, that must have been a sight. I want the Yetis were thinking Tim's a, one of their long lost uh, relatives. <laughs> oh yeah, just in uh, SpongeBob's uh, SquarePants boxers. Yeah, Tim. Or, Tim's got some interesting goats? choice. Did of, he have uh, goats too, or something on his? He, he had um, he had Barney on one one pair. Oh. He had SpongeBob briefs, oh, yeah. and then SpongeBob boxers. So he really likes. Yeah. Spongebob. Oh, Why yeah, did he, he call him Goat Man then? What was that? He called I, think that, was, I think that was because he was wearing his boxers, but then he was just wearing all I could imagine, like big work boots or combat boots and nothing else. Just unlaced out there in his boxers. I, I just think Tim's a hairy dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But <clears throat> so they decide that they're going to go out and try to find that they, they they hear the Yetis that throw and stuff like that. BT ties a rope around mike and uh really tight yeah extremely <laughs> tight and mike's trying to go out there to 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 find out 
Why did he go out? I forget again. Does anybody remember? Um, because isn't that after Trish? And then they were looking for poor, poor G and yes. the, other, the other idiots. Yeah. 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 The other college, the other college Oh, that's right. Trish comes back and she's beating the hell too because she Talk just watched all of her friends get eaten. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Too many of them. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the... It, Mark kind of doesn't have any, not say love for the the, the new generation, but it's <laughs> he definitely <laughs> plays up the stupid college kids, you know, don't know what they're doing. They think they rule the world and, you yeah. know, oh, we're going to do this and, you know, we're not going to wait for the, mili- the the government to save us. So we're just going to go off. We're going to do it. And, you know, we'll call the police and think that everything is going to be all hunky dory, not realizing how the real world actually they works. They know everything and we're stupid. We've we've yeah. never been through anything that they've been through. You know, everything that they're thinking up is totally new. Yep. I'm dealing with that now with a 25-year-old. So Oh, I have a 25-year-old too. Oh, they know I everything. Got a, we, I got we, a 20-year-old yeah. right there with you guys. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's it's a fun experience. <laughs> I got a 15-year-old that thinks he's 26. So yeah. Yeah. They they wouldn't last five seconds out there. Yeah. And uh, Alyssa, I apologize. You look young. Are we are we making fun of your generation? Thank God, no. Okay. Um, I'm like uh, she's sitting there, very yeah. quiet. Like these I know, right? old people. What the hell are they talking uh, about? It's just, I don't have kids. Uh, personally, personal decision. Don't want them. So I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't sound like fun, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I'm actually I'm 37. So. Oh, okay. Wow, Ooh, you, you look, look a lot younger than that. Yep. Thanks. I'll the take cam- it. The camera takes away 10 years. I doubt that, but okay, I'll take that too. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, wait, nope, sorry. A, I thought that was uh, Casey. It's an email notification. I'm using my wife's computer because she has a, a Zoom account through her company so that I can, I can actually record and not have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why this is free. I don't spend any money on it. Um, so Mike goes out with the rope to try to find, you know, some more people, the huge snowstorm and he's getting tugged. You know, it's, it's, he's, he's getting pulled on. Doesn't he thought what it is. was BT. He thought it was BT yeah. pulling on it. So he wraps himself, wraps the rope around the tire of Mrs. Benelli's camper. And he starts getting pulled and the rope is getting pulled and the camper's getting pulled. And then Tim comes out with his, I think this is the Barney underwear that Tim has on. <laughs> His bright purple body underwear, you know, what the hell are you doing on my camper? And Tim scares away the Yeti. I'm not sure if it was with his underwear or or what. Did he shoot him? I I can't remember. No. No. Adam? I think it was just his presence, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty much. So the Yetis haven't really developed any. Not the uh... underwear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Yeti's the underwear. Yeah. They're not. They're not really being too aggressive. They're trying to just scare them out of the woods. I mean, first presence yeah. of a Yeti, I would just stop walking no matter how bad the snow is. But <laughs> that's just me. It's funny and though. You like, probably so they would have died though. That is true. So they're like trying the to. Students. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, no, that's okay. So they're trying to scare them, but yet then later they want to eat them. Mm-hmm. So, like, why are they trying to? Are they just trying to scare them into the woods so they can get them? I think so, because like what Mike said is they're probably they're not hungry right now. They they just fed on a bunch of college kids. Yeah. Oh or, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they try not to say Stock it. Stock in know. the pantry. 
too loudly in front of Trish because Trish's friends, you know, mm-hmm. they were the buffet. Oh, yeah. Trish, man, she really got. She, I don't want to say she deserved oh. it too, but the strength of numbers, <laughs> you know, she, she pulled the, I'm going to let, you know, they're going to come after you guys. They're going to leave me alone. Karma's a bitch, people. No, nope, they go after the easy prey. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly what they did. So, but but on that on that kind of you know bitch note in this book, is this the first book that Linda is actually in? Because she's in Apocalypse, but she's in Florida. I don't yeah. know if she's actually participating in any other book. She she's dead in Zombie. No, because it's mm-hmm. Mike's sister. Uh, that in zombie in yeah. zombie that yeah. PT gets involved with because Linda's gone. And other yeah. than being a really bad cook, she's not a bad person, right? But Linda is horrible, right? She is but, but yeah, I found it humorous that I forget which zombie followed it was that he tells the story. BT wants to go to the casino in in Bangor to get the <laughs> the lucky seven machine or the slot machine. And he tells mm-hmm. this whole story on how the casino was a failed adventure and it's, you know, it's losing money and everything like that. And then that's the same casino that we had the meetup in June. I know. <laughs> I'm oh, like, that casino's real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where we yeah. are in June. It, and it closes really, really early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it closed at midnight while we were there. So in when diversion story the diversion story yeah. when we did the, the when mark did the meetup in it was, it was september right no june 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 um up in bangor maine it was at the hollywood casino it's an actual casino up in bangor uh so we all met up there and this one family traveled like four hours or something like I that know. we wouldn't let the kids in the casino so mark hung outside excuse me with the oh, family nice guy. for like a half an hour to talk to them and meet them and, you know, and say hi and everything like that. Oh, wow. Felt, you know, he felt bad for him. So it just shows yeah. what, a, what a nice guy he is to do that. So he came in, but I'm the whole time, I'm just kind of thinking to myself, the people of this casino, do they know who he is? Do they know what he wrote about them in his novel? <laughs> nope. And, you know, we're having this event here. Granted, we were just, we went to the lounge. There was maybe, what was it, 10, 15 of us? wasn't a lot i was gonna say 20 but yeah yeah roughly yeah 15 to 20 people and he just you know interacted with everybody kind of went table to table and everybody just kind of all grouped around and we all just shot the shit he signed a couple of autographs he signed my book some people gave him some stuff and you know it was really nice and he left he left early i think he left at like nine ten o'clock or something he had to go but he he lives about an hour north of there so my wife, uh, me and my wife and Carol and her husband ended up just hanging out all night, drinking a lot because we were all, you guys are staying there too, right? Yep. Yeah. So we yep. stayed there all night. And then at midnight, I go up to the bar and I hear the announcement that they're closing um, in like in 15 minutes. Can everybody please, you know, finish up? And I thought it was the bar that was closing, but it turned out the casino was closing. So the casino in Bangor, Maine closes at midnight. That's I've never been to a casino. And I asked her, she's like, we're having staffing issues. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. You're a casino and you're closing. So we had to go to our rooms and there's, there's nothing else to do. The restaurants were closed. The bars are closed. Everything was closed. So it was like, 
all right, kids, good night, go to bed. <laughs> you know, that was so, fun. That was a lot of fun. It was so, Mark is so down to earth. But I never really saw that machine either. That that Lucky Sevens machine. I don't even think they had it there. That's what I was looking for, kind of the whole night oh, in an ironic twist of things. Now, was the casino like the how he wrote about the casino in the book? Did mm-hmm. that happen before he had the meet and greet? Oh yeah. Or oh yeah, after? long before. Long yeah. before. That casino's oh, wow. been there a long time. Yeah, it has. And it doesn't do a We've lot. We've gone of there a few times. Because yeah. there's concerts up there. Yeah. They have a uh, oh that's right, they do have a concert venue. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot I Backstreet Heart. Boys was playing there. Like, <laughs> I saw the schedule. I'm like, oh, the next meetup is for the Backstreet Boys. But um Wow. What's that band? That, what's the band that Mark <laughs> likes? The ones from Indian Hill. Uh, oh widespread panic. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I think they were playing up there were fish. No, it was fish, another one of those. Hippie jam bands that I'm not a big fan of, but what? don't tell anybody. I'm not. Oh I know God. I'm sorry. And I'm a musician oh. and I'm just not into jam bands. I know. Oh. I don't like jazz either. Sorry. Me neither. Oh. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> I don't. And not so fa- not not too much on the blues. Like it's overdone. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, but yeah. So bringing it all full circle, I just I thought it was humorous that that was the uh that that's the 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 casino with bt it reminded him of linda because that's where they went and he wanted that machine he brought mm-hmm. in the bus and then you know 10 seconds later that bus yeah. crashes so that whole venture was useless but we'll get into that when we start talking about zombie fallout probably yeah. in the fall by the time we get to that uh storyline but yeah linda's a bitch in this book and she kind of <laughs> starts <laughs> off good segue way. yeah nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible she tries to yeah. pull her her I don't want to say superiority because not all nurses are like that, but she has that. I'm a caretaker. I, we have to do everything we can at all costs to preserve life and save this. And it's like, bitch, the world just ended. There are Yetis after you, you know? Right. It's like, you're going to really have a problem with defending. I mean, right. I'm a nurse. I also am a gun owner. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, Okay, I I did healthcare security back in like early two thousands, mm-hmm. and we we had one nurse. I mean, she was just a pretentious bitch. So, Linda, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I know her, and she deserves to die right now. I just <laughs> whatever fucked up thing you're gonna do to Paul, add to Linda. Yeah, so, right. Winner on yeah, that. that whole holier than thou. Attitude, attitude about it yeah oh but yeah bt was kind of playing the same card where it's you know tim needs to be brought to justice for what he did and mike is kind of on was on tim's side saying i kind of get what he did it's not right but yeah. i understand it and you know yeah the, it's the end of the world and you know, it's like it reminded me of that scene in last of the mohegans where they just escaped from the the Indians and the French and they're in the canoe and they're paddling away. And the major guy is pulls the gun on Daniel day Lewis, you know, and it's like, have you got anything better to do? You know, you want to arrest me because he, they arrested him back at the fort. I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie or if I'm just kind of, Oh, oh yeah. Right, yeah. No is times. that where the Enigma song starts playing in, in, in the movie? Yeah. yeah. You're a bang guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, <laughs> he was under arrest and that he broke free once the French attacked the fort and then you know they're breaking free, and he's gonna—he's still gonna see him arrested, even though he just saved everybody's life. You know, it's like BT's forever playing 
the cop in this in this scenario oh, yeah. here. Yeah, he is. Yep. So, but and I, it, 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 what's crazy about Linda is she she just all of a sudden she turns into Beth. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this bitch right here. <laughs> Eating my like, cats, uh, a giant spiders. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's that. It took me two listens to really make that connection personally. But, oh, yeah. but but I think that the the draw for everybody on Talbot is that family connection, and no matter how shitty they treat him, I mean, you look at the Tommy flip, you look at Beth, you look at uh, Trish or Linda or anybody. He's still trying to save to their save asses. Them. Yeah. yeah. And, that's the draw about him, no matter how bad. He's still looking for that to know. I mean, he's yeah. still looking for that <laughs> bit of redemption in there. Yeah. And it always shits on him at some point. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, he sticks it out and he's hurt. And you're like, oh, damn. Um, but he's still trying to find the best in Linda throughout this whole book. Yeah, yeah Tracy, just Tracy wasn't having it no. at all. Tracy was no, oh, Tracy. <laughs> yeah, I like Tracy. I'll mess with Tim before I mess with Tracy. Mm-hmm. Tim doesn't scare me <laughs> anywhere near as much as Tracy. No, and the Tracy in the story seems like the real Tracy in real life because we had a chance yeah. to meet her and talk with her at the uh, at the casino, and she's super cool. She is. So that's awesome. Yeah. Y- y'all need to bring that that <laughs> stuff over to like maybe like Chicago or somewhere in the Midwest. Yes, yes. That is in driving distance. That's what we got Mark, Mark to leave his house again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know. Texas would be nice. What we'll do is we'll rent an RV and we'll pile we'll pile everybody we'll pile Mark in the dogs. No clowns and Tracy in it, and we'll just go you know that we'll do state to state. We'll do a tour. Oh, perfect! Because uh, Jeff, I sell RVs. Oh, so we'll I can hook you up, brother. <laughs> All right, and I'm in Montana, so I'll, I'll I'll get you guys, you know, uh, a pet grizzly bear. You know, yeah, <laughs> Gus. Good yeah, segue because I was just about oh, to start Gus. talking about Gus. Oh, Gus! Yeah, <laughs> I know. How cute was that? Yeah, love that. So Mike and Trip venture out to the uh, the ATV store, which was Tracy's idea. Uh, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. To go get the ATVs, yeah. to go the, the the things that Mike encounters a great a baby grizzly bear, um, that's probably about a hundred pounds. He says, and you know, Mike being Mike, you know, most people would just run away from a grizzly bear. He lets the grizzly bear into the shop and feeds it peanuts from the machine. And well, it was hungry, right? Yeah. And you feed a grizzly, and-, and then he leaves a door open so the bear can get back out. I mean, yeah. my first he, thing would have been open that door, shut that door, and get out as fast. And he as brushed away the glass from the from the container of said uh, peanuts. Remember? Yeah. Like, oh no, yeah, you're, you're right. going to step on your feet. Uh, such a gentle yeah. man. But meanwhile, yeah, he, he drops the Legos on the floor for the Eddies. You know, he's worried about <laughs> the grizzly bear, but Legos are painful. Speaking of the bear, oh. yeah. <laughs> I remember that the bear ran off mm-hmm. when they finally all started leaving. You know, yeah. and they had Paul on the sled and stuff. Yeah, we never heard about the bear again, though. After that, no, did we? we didn't. That was no, I sad. read it I, yeah, on my was... third read through. I'm like, yeah, 
uh, Gus never comes back or doesn't. I, I don't know if Gus uh-uh. got killed. I'm like, did I miss something? What the hell happened to Gus? No, no, no. Just he don't took know. off and that was it. Never uh, heard right. about it again. I think What's Mark it? wrote himself into a corner there and was like, shit, how do I get rid of the bear? He mm-hmm. might. <laughs> Talbot can't just take a bear home. <laughs> he didn't want the bear to get killed. Oh my God! Yeah, right. Yeah, because he's yeah. an animal lover, mm-hmm. so he didn't want to have to write that the bear got killed by the Yetis. He was okay with Linda getting killed. That's fine. Well, yeah, that makes. <laughs> and Paul. Sense. And Paul. Yes. Yeah. Not by cats this time. But... No. <laughs> yeah. But which is At least worse? It was quick this time. Paul gets. I mean, True. If you have, if you've gotten this far uh, in the in the story in the podcast, you don't realize that there's spoilers all over the place. I, oh, oh yeah. Devil's oh, Desk. Yeah. It's a really good book. Part but, of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I like yeah. that Paul gets crushed. I hate this. Yeah, I do too. Because uh, you, you like don't see it coming. I love I that like Linda it. pulled him into That's that what spot. I was about to say. Oh, I like that it's God. karma for Linda because Linda's like, we have to save him. So yeah. it's all her fault. Yeah. yeah, Mike's running the numbers. You know, it's we got a twenty percent chance. Paul's oh, injured. Man. He's he's dragging us down. We're not going to make it. The sacrifice of the one for the benefit of the many, which is the Star you know, Trek. Lot doesn't that come from Star Trek? I believe yes. so. Yeah. Yes, it right? does. Star Trek Spotting. two. Or, yeah, is it two or three? It's two. It, uh, yeah, that was the original. a lot of Star Wars. It, it's, I mean, it's kind of like a an age old time, but it's like you know, mm. you sacrifice. That's what the grunts are in the military. You sacrifice a few grunts yeah. to gain a, a bigger position up the hill. You know? And that that flashback. I mean, all the flashbacks <laughs> he did when he was in the Marine Corps. I mean that to me that was just freaking huge. Yeah. And I, I would like to ask him personally, you know, is you know any of it relatable, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah, is any I, of that I really, stuff is any of that stuff based on true I mean it's it's based exactly. on true events, but from his yeah. life is that based from on his true life. Events? Exactly, exactly. And is that something that he wouldn't want to talk about? So he whew. just wrote it down. I mean that was that was that was tough for me. Exactly. Yeah. And that was just some of that stuff just kind of hit home. So I was mm-hmm. just like, were you military? Matt? I was. Yeah. You Thank you. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. I, I was in logistics, so don't worry about me. Oh, so you're a pencil pusher. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, I was a glorified gas attendant, for God's sake. So, yeah. So, no, how but, much? You know... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, you guys have met Mark. How much of Mark is Talbot? That's what I want to say. With the exception of how he probably looks. I mean, in the (laughs) books, it's different. Yeah. Um, But that's not even really Mark. Yeah, he hired a model of Mike. That's just. He has the quality, the quality, the the essence of Mike Talbot is Mark. Oh, yeah, definitely. A solid person. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Anybody? Yeah, the, the germophobia. Yeah, the oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. and doesn't like to leave the house. <laughs> and yeah, totally get the, that. The love of the dogs though. That that's important to me. I got five dogs. So if he actually Ooh. loves his dogs like Talbot does, I can totally justify that. Oh, oh Mark loves Mark loves his dogs. Oh yeah. So Chloe's never not by his side. On any interview you watch of him, you hear Chloe right at his feet snoring. Or she's not asleep. She's constantly smacking her nose against him, similar yeah. to Gus, uh, to get attention or to get pet. You know, yeah. Okay. Chloe's Chloe's that, that that attention dog. 
and she's cute as hell. Yeah, yeah she is. I just love his sense I love of bullies. humor. Mm-hmm. Love his sense. I mean, I'm from Massachusetts, so mm-hmm. I totally get that whole sarcasm. And oh yeah, that's what got me sold on these books to begin with was the sarcasm. I was like, holy! I'm oh. reading a family member. You know, right? <laughs> 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 yep. Dude from ZF1, first place. I oh, was yeah. like, I was like, okay, I I get this. Some assholes looking my people, but I'm yeah. I'm sitting there thinking. Who the hell lathers up with body wash before getting in the shower? What kind of neurotic person is this? And he's probably Calvin. done that too. Mark's probably done that. <laughs> you write what you know. Yeah. 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 Life experiences. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so we, we just talked about Paul getting crushed by the boulder. We skipped a lot, but they they, they leave the cabin. Yeah, sorry. They get on. Yeah. No, it's fine. They they get on the road. The Yetis are chasing them. Uh, Tim takes off with his Nana or Nana, uh, whichever you want to say it. And his cousin dumps Paul off of the makeshift sled because Paul was dead weight. Tim's not afraid to do what's necessary to protect his family. Right, which is mm-hmm. the same as what Mike would do, right? Yeah, but Mike had mm-hmm. the problem getting rid of Paul. They stayed. He stayed. And Linda still gave him shit. And that's the point when Linda goes off on, you're a warmonger, you're a murderer, you don't deserve to be in our neighborhood, you're all white trash, and blah, blah, blah. Just like, oh, Oh, and she wasn't even drunk. And she got that that honest. I was beat red when that came up. And I was like, oh. Yep. A little bit of reverse racism, Linda just drops in the middle of that. Like, You know, get out of here right now. I'm like, wow. Yeah, you don't, your kind doesn't deserve to be in our neighborhood. You know, it's the whole uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. It's like, what do you mean, you people? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I hate that, you people. Yeah. You people. Oh, yeah. Did you see that movie on Netflix? You people. Long with- time ago. I no, it just so. came out the Jonah Hill. Oh, Eddie just Murphy. came out. No. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it tries to be. The politically correct, incorrect, type, you know, woke movie. It was good. I liked it for what it was. I liked it better when it was um, Guess Who with Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher and Zoe Zaldana that came out, you know, in the early 2000s. It's basically the same story. But oh, getting back okay. to the whole well, I don't need to watch thing. it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. But going back to, you know, the whole reverse racism and the, the you people type of thing. Um. So... Mike's trying to be polite through the whole thing. And then Tracy just jumps in. She's like, listen, bitch, you know, this ain't happening. You ain't talking to my husband like this. You ain't talking to us like this, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. And BT's in the middle. I felt bad for BT in, in, in this. So it's like. I mean, he at one point he looked at her and said, enough. Yeah. So yeah. at least he did, he did. that. Mm-hmm. At least. But he's, he is totally stuck in the middle. Big oh, time. yeah. Big time. So Linda tries to play the hero while the Yetis are throwing rocks at them and they're in the hole. She's like, we have to move Paul. And she slides Paul over. And then like three seconds later, the rock, a giant boulder crushes Paul right where Linda set him down. And it's like, oh, sorry. He was gone anyway, I think. I think that was kind of mercy for Paul. 
because yeah. he yeah. was circling. He, he had a punctured Wait. lung, and yeah. Yeah, he yeah. spent three quarters of the, the the book laying down, slowly dying. <laughs> I mean, yes. and yeah. probably still wearing that stupid ass fanny pack. So I mean, where <laughs> <laughs> he had his spare gauze and bandages. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Tim comes back. Um, on the, the, the ski mobile. I mean, Trish and, and Stephanie go up ahead. I thought it was funny. This is going back to when they first went to think that trip was a snowmobile champion in 2015 or something. Oh, like why that. not? Why he not? Everything. And he's like a millionaire, you know, too. Billion. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, the kids billions. found the, oh, uh, you know, the first the day at the bonfire, the kids you... had the, the Forbes magazine with trips oh, yeah. like yeah. A, a tech, a tech genius. Yeah. But didn't, uh, uh, Stephanie say that he's also like a fifteenth level judo champion or something too. Oh yeah, well. he could oh, he kill you with karate. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could kill you with a also, He was also a concealed and carry instructor. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The he's rifle. everything. The rifle. The right <laughs> Is that a rifle that in your pants? Hand? Trip? Are you happy to see me? But yeah, yeah he's gonna <laughs> battle you with a pool noodle. Pool noodle. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he's lethal with it. He's lethal with that, yeah. Yeah, he probably he's lethal with the slingshot in the other book, so he's probably lethal yeah. with the pool noodle. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, trip. I did love the one thing that was the shout out to a shrouded world mm-hmm. was the whole we're out of Fritos thing yeah. that he does. <laughs> and and I cannot yeah. hear the Ugh. word Fritos anymore without going, thinking of it. Fritos. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand Dang. Fritos. I think they're disgusting. <laughs> Not a corn chip fan at all. Oh. But that's just me. My favorite was when he woke up Mike with a wet willy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right? And the, and yeah. how he was like, why most people you just cover cover my mouth with yeah. your hand. He's like, Do you know where these hands have been? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I- at least he 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 acknowledges Mike's neuroses for germs. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you notice Mike went to go wake up BT and just for a second thought about where his head's in bed, but went ahead and put his yeah. hand right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Bless you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That's, that's what I love about his books is that I'll be driving and I will laugh out loud mm-hmm. in the oh, car yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is the best part. That is why I fell in love with the, all all of the books that I've read. It's like, and I hate to sound corny, but they literally bring me joy. They bring mm-hmm. me oh, yeah. joy. I work third shift, so I don't have much of a life outside mm-hmm. of working. And they bring a lot of happiness and joy. I love it. Laughter. Lots of laughter. Uh, oh, yeah. Sometimes For... some tears, mm-hmm. but yeah. mostly yeah. laughter. But, but I, I, I... Mark, I don't know if he truly appreciates how how great these characters are and how they do affect our lives. Because when COVID hit, man, I re-listened to We're in Lockdown. I smoked back through these books. I'm like, Trip, has got his slingshot. You know, they're driving the weird cars. I'm re-listening to Zombie Fallout. BT and Talbot are making dick jokes, suiting little <laughs> zombie kids and stuff like that. I mean, these books are, I think, truly one of the highlights of my life. 
God, that makes me sound sad and lonely. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. You're not alone. I mean, look yeah, at us. So. Here, we know? all get look all. for escape from our daily routine, the daily yeah. drone, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean, Jeff and I, I drive a lot for my job and I know mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff drives. My job is it. driving. <laughs> right. Um, so the audible, it's just amazing just to listen to the books. And Sean Renette does such a good job at all really the characters. Oh, sweet and savory Sean Renette. Yep. That's, oh, man, love that guy. Yeah. Um, and and so I'm, you know, out in Montana. Um, and so in the wintertime, my, my, uh, my 45 minute to an hour drive goes to two to three hours, depending on road Ooh. conditions. So, Mark has spent a lot of time with me. I, <laughs> Carol's face, like, no, no, three Yikes. hour drive home. That's yeah. Awful. Ouch. <laughs> uh, Mark so. is my co pilot. Pretty much. Wow. I don't that's listen great. to music anymore. I just listen to audibles. Yeah, that's I pretty much I what still I listen do. listen to music. You don't listen to music? Not I don't as listen much. to music. Not I got to really listen to music much. Sometimes, but for the most part, it's always books. Oh yeah, but the, but then Audible comes. Hey, hey, Mark needs some more money. Pre-order this next book. Okay, <laughs> click. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that that's how I downloaded this one. You know, it's like a Yeti. Hey, what the heck? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'd like, like to see him continue this, to do another story like this. Same to continue Absolutely. it because the Yetis they're still alive at the end. I mean, we're not going to yep. spoil the whole end for people, but. I mean, but Mike, and Mike was wins. Sad. It was. It was. It was sad. Oh, absolutely. BT, BT moving on. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and then he's sad. like, "Well, we I'm about back. to go and they yeah. have to come back." Well, I mean, BT goes away in Zombie Fallout 16, and, this, and now this he's is back. What I was going to ask: yeah. Why does Smart keep doing that? He keeps. And I'm not going to lie, when I re-listened to ZF and Mark and um, Mike and BT part ways, I started I started choking up and crying. Me too. He keeps doing that in the stories, and it makes, I, I'm curious as to why exactly, because they are, their bond is just so amazing. And for it to get to that point where BT feels like he needs to leave Mike is is I I just kind of don't get it and I wonder if anybody think, has any thoughts on that. I think BT loses himself when he's around Talbot because it's it, it's BT and, and and Mike all the time and he's got to go re-find himself with without that half of his personality. And I think this one I think BT ends up leaving because I think he feels like he betrayed Mike with the whole Linda thing. Cause he was in a really hard spot. Linda's like die Talbot and BT's got, I mean, Mike is his brother. And so mm. when he, they get through all of that and then BT's lost Linda and everything like that, there's that hint of betrayal. that's still sitting there. So he has to go clear his head. Well, I think too, I living think in that house, too. constant yeah. reminder, right? Living in that yeah. house is a constant reminder of Linda. And he loves Linda. Linda was his love of love of his life. But you find out, you know, the person you're sleeping next to isn't really the person that you're sleeping next to, or the people that are in your life. This is how they really feel about them, and it's it's hard. How do they to, hide to that for so long? That. I know. 
who knows some people can you know you look at society today shit look at society 60s 70s 80s we had serial killers who hid some horrific stuff linda's dislike of of mike pretty easy to hide compared to the yeah. 29 bodies john wayne yeah. casey had in the basement <laughs> true yeah that's true i mean shit Dama as far had as in fridge. devil's desk sorry no, as far as devil's desk goes i feel like bt leaving was more of a res- like he was resentful towards mike and tracy because even though he was you know so thankful that tracy survived it also meant because she survived, Linda died. So I think he had that resentment, not consciously, like he didn't mean to have it, but he was resentful towards them because their family was still whole and he lost his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that had a lot to do Linda with why. Linda could have survived had she tried. Fair enough. Well, you know what? If she went with Tracy and she didn't stay behind, that was the problem. She should have listened yeah. to Tracy. Right. Right. You know, what's kind of interesting about that scene, though, was when they're in the attic and um, Tracy's, they're freezing their asses off. And Tracy's like getting ready to try and sneak down to grab the blankets. Linda is like, I can't let you do that. Whatever, whatever. The whole time I'm thinking, this bitch, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. The, the yeah. messed up part is, is that Linda's instincts were actually on point because the Yeti was waiting down there. So if, if Tracy, if she wouldn't have tried to stop Tracy, she saved Tracy. Mm-hmm. She did. Actually saved Tracy in that moment. But then when everything went down, she should have left with Tracy and decided not to. So if her uh, ditched him, wouldn't have stepped <laughs> in, Tracy actually would have been the one that died first. Actually, they probably both would have died mm-hmm. in the end. So I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting. That was. Because even though she's, you know, a raging B-word. Bitchaholic. Actually did yeah. save Tracy's life. I mean, but- Linda kind of went the way of, of uh, Trisha. Where it was, yeah. I'm going to save myself. Yeah. You know, I don't care about you. I, I, I'm going to stay up here. Don't go down and don't go down there. Fine, you do what you want to do. I'm not going. I think I know. Well, I know more than you. And she got bit in the ass in the end. I yeah. I think that all kind of ties back to where you know Paul is squished, and they end up in the house along the way, and they're up in the canoes. The Legos are out, and the Yetis are just messing things up. And it's Linda, you know, who really she she screams. She, she screams. makes the yeah, but she was asleep. Yeah. That that part oh. I was like, she was asleep. So oh, like, you're... are you really gonna? I mean, you're, you're really asleep? gonna blame her for Yeti smashing <laughs> the house and getting startled? <laughs> yeah. But to get to the house part. I mean, Tim fights to the very end. I know, yeah. man. That no was, matter what, that was amazing. Awesome that you know, was even awesome. Mrs. Benelli fights to the very end she goes to the front door with the broom like the little old italian lady you and yetis get off of my lawn you know oh, oh my god oh <laughs> mad adam poor mrs b just yep. gets picked up and just question. yes mrs b is the mrs b from zf too that was in the bus right you guys remember i've only that. read that once the whole zombie fallout series the, the semi-truck when the they, semi-truck um, yeah. yeah, they did refer to the semi truck, didn't they? Talk about or maybe there's I a Mrs. I swear to God, Mrs. Benilli was also in ZF 
in the in the truck she was from little it's, turtle it's, it's yeah she yeah she is from little turtle um because she goes off with the the other two in the semi um see when now part ways mm-hmm. see i have only listened about- to the audiobooks Thanks. so um sean calls her uh mrs Devereaux in book three so it always i'm like that's got to be to know so it always throws me off on characters names on number three Hmm. what were you gonna say matt no i was thinking the u.s apocalypse yep what she was in that because when they were walking through new york uh the little old italian lady Mm -hmm. you know shaking the uh, yeah shaking the rolling pin at him in the window (laughs) i forgot about that so yeah that's what BT. I don't know if it was BT or Mike that said it, that she's probably got a rolling pin under her yeah, shirt. Exactly. Come out and yell yeah. at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how he recycles characters. You know, it builds. It's too. that universe yeah. building, but it's somebody that you're like, oh, absolutely. A twist on this person. Like you know, Dewey. Dewey was a, you know, a fellow Marine that passed yeah. away in a mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and yep. he he tried to protect him and. Oh, that was that was brutal. But anyway, yeah, that was that was rough. Yep. But uh, I like the fact that he's just he's that vivid in his storytelling. Yeah, Definitely. very detailed. Oh yeah, um, it's brutal. <laughs> he, he 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 came up with characters that we all love, and just because of the triptiverse, he can have them working at a carnival with yeah. demons next week or anything and it it's kind of awesome um the the thing that really hit me with this book was it's it's trip bt linda you know is alive but we don't have the kids we don't have the dogs we we got gus for a minute mm-hmm. but uh n- no tommy and none of those you know big support people it's just him and Tracy, BT and Linda. I, I mean, it's a it's a kind of a date book. It's every it's all couples. Yeah, yeah. You know? And you know what? I kind of dug that personally because Tracy's kicked fucking ass. You know, I mean, she's awesome. This was Tracy's and, book to shine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Book, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And and just to see her strength in this storyline, and and you know, especially that line where she's. Near the end of the book, she's running away from the Alpha. You know, she's like thinking, "What would Talbot what do?" Would Talbot and she, yeah, yeah. And she starts slapping. I'm a wait, I am a Talbot. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that was that was unbelievable. Yep, yep, yep. Are awesome. any of you watching The Last of Us at all? Yes. yes. The uh, the scene where in the 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 have you, have you watched the whole thing? I don't want to spoil anything for you if you haven't. Yes. The scene in the lodge where she's with the uh, the David guy and Ellie's just hacking the shit out of his face. That's what I thought mm-hmm. of when Tracy was hacking away at the Yeti. You yeah. know, oh. I just had <laughs> yeah. that image of like her. Like it died and, 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 she and it was like knife. 32 more times even yeah. after it died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure the, it's dead. The baseball <laughs> bat I could just... scene. Go ahead. The yeah. baseball bat scene where she she beats the yeti into going into shock i'm like mm-hmm. yeah no nah, i'm i'm, I'm out on tracy <laughs> girl power you go tracy yeah. it was kind of a bummer though that she couldn't use a chainsaw 
She sawed her foot in half. I mean, or a little bit. I mean, I was going to say she kind of did. Just didn't, kind of. It just didn't last long enough. But that's chainsaws aren't that effective. I don't think. No. Unless you're in, you know, unless it's a Sharknado, then you use a chainsaw. (laughs) You don't watch enough (laughs) Evil Dead. Evil Dead tells you chainsaws. Uh, Love Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Ben to Vegas got sprayed with all kinds of Kool-Aid and all that. Loved it. Oh, see. There's another movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. There's a song from Evil Dead the musical, and it was uh, it's it's what is it, Barb the bitch or something? Something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I still can't (laughs) believe they did a musical. Of it was. I did not know this. I've heard the soundtrack. I never saw the 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 play. I'm sure you can see it on YouTube or something like that. But but an in person in Vegas experience. So it was the same same doc. Yeah. That I work with that brought me into Mark Tufo books. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's go to Vegas. We have a we have a medical conference we can go to, and then we can go to the Evil Dead musical, and we can get front row seat, <laughs> and you get and totally soaked and like. Does that go in a Blue Man group? You get the poncho. I know, yeah, but oh no, we got. I was soaked from head to toe, mm-hmm. and and then I had to, and I was all in white. Oh. <laughs> yep <laughs> on purpose i did it on purpose and then walked back though. into my very rich looking um, hotel hotel and then Go back to the bellagio and like, looking what at you the hell <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly awesome to see. it was awesome look, was. Look i still like have the shirt i mean like seeing everybody's me. face look at you covered in yeah red stuff looking like yeah. you just walked off the set of carrie exactly awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. Is anybody have I a did tampon? not know that there was a musical. That's insane. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It, if it you was, have a, it was great. The soundtrack's out. If you have like an Apple account or Spotify, some Evil Dead the musical. I I I didn't know it was a thing until a coworker who I introduced to to Talbot. He introduced me to Evil Dead the musical, mm-hmm. and wow. so yeah, quite <laughs> interesting. So. All right, we're going on like an hour and twenty here, kids. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Final thoughts on this book, Carol. We'll start with you again. I liked it. Um, I really liked the um, ability to have a lot more on BT and Mike and Tracy. Not so much Linda. I don't really care about Linda, but I, I really like the focus on them. Um, and I actually enjoyed the fact that Tim was brought in on this. Um, mm-hmm. Just totally different um view on him he's not yeah he's sick but there was some good side to him and he really stuck it out and saved some people as long as he could so that's pretty good yeah so tim, yeah i did tim to I the really very end it. you know yep. tim was right or die all right. the way so. right adrian what do you think man i i loved it because it was a little different dynamic than everything did not have the best ending because it was it had a great ending i'm i'm lying about that it didn't have a happy ending and i really liked that mm-hmm. so i mean yeah he throws out another one of these i'm i'm on it matt man i i really liked it um i appreciated like the flashbacks that he did and mm-hmm. putting that into context in the current situations that he was in and uh i thought that was Really, really, really good. And uh, yeah, I'm with Carol. I like I like uh, Tim in this one. You know, I mean, yeah, he was an asshole. Oh my god, I want to throat punch him constantly. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he 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 
he's the one guy that you didn't think was going to come through and he came through to the end. So yeah, yeah if Tim I, I wasn't really, there, they all would have died at the exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like I, I really enjoyed this this book. Mm-hmm. Alyssa? I mean, everybody pretty much has touched touched on everything. I mean, I, I absolutely loved him in this as well. Not so much that I think I could necessarily do the Tim books, but um his <laughs> character was it, it was awesome and his death scene was awesome. That was amazing. Yeah. Um and I enjoyed the story. I mean, Mike and BT, it's it's so much fun listening to them banter and just, you know, hearing it play out. So it was definitely a fun book. And it actually took me the second listen to realize that it wasn't done in the journal style because I don't think I yeah. realized that the first time around, but I definitely uh, noticed it this time. And it was, it was cool hearing it that way. Yeah. He doesn't journal until the very end when he gets back mm-hmm. and um, his mm-hmm. therapist tells him to journal. And then you yep. get, you know, like Talbot journal, you know, tablet one or however he says it or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like this book. I'm not a big, big foot, uh, you know, Bigfoot conspiracy Yetis type of thing, but I enjoyed this book for what it was because it was, it was different. I mean, I'm 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 zombies all day, all night, but mm-hmm. I, you know, Indian Hills also my other favorite series that he has. But I hope he continues and does more with this 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 book and this story because it kind of left it open where they leave Alaska. The Yetis are still there. They didn't kill all of the Yetis. They just, they ran away into the woods. So they're still out there. <coughs> Excuse me. The world is still shit. Everything is still torn apart. And, you know, what do you, what did you go back yeah. home? Did the East Coast not get, destroyed? where did Mark live? I mean, not Mark, Mike live in this one. Was it? Colorado? I think it was in Colorado. Was Colorado. 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 Okay. Where did you know he put gonna... his bunker, though? He he ended up building a bunker. I think still Colorado. Colorado. You know what's going to happen? BT is going to need Mike's help in Alaska, and Mike's going to go save him. Yep. Yeah. Possibility. I like it. All right. Book two, Mark. Ideas. People, people <laughs> are spitballing him, okay? Just, you know. For sure. Send us royalty checks when, when you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I want to thank you all for being a part of this. This has been a lot of fun uh, for me. I hope you all enjoyed it as well to get a chance to talk to these, you know, get a chance to talk about some of these stories with with other like-minded people that, you know, some of the people in your life, like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Who's Mike? Oh, you have no idea. You know, (laughs) you mean like our spouses? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. Shut the fuck up about this thing. Look what I get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really oh god the same look. <laughs> don't, don't get it too oh my goodness uh, okay uh, yeah. okay so all right guys thank you all very much you all have a good night you, you too, too. Thank thanks you. bye 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 you have been listening to the chronicles of michael talbot the podcast Copyright 2023 by Chestnut Hill Studios. Our theme song, Zombie vs. Aliens, was written brilliantly by Burnt Ends. The Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast, is a production of Chestnut Hill Studios, and no part of this production can be reproduced, reproducted, rewind, remixed, remastered without the express written consent of Chestnut Hill Studios and is punishable by FCC law and being called a big, fat, stupid doo-doo head. The show was written, produced, hosted, mastered,
mastered and edited by Jeff Royd's technical advisor, Mary Napoli. If you like the show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It does help other people find the show. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, if you have not done so, download or buy the books of Mark Tufo. You will not regret it. Well, you might regret it. I don't want to make false promises. I can't, you know, I don't know everybody's taste or anything. But just go do it. Thank you.